hello hello everybody today is saturday january 9th um covid day seven this is the official seventh day of me coviding um <clears throat> this time last week i was in the shower when i couldn't smell my body wash and that was my determining symptom that i probably had covid <laughs> but um um I'm still feeling I felt better yesterday than I did any day this week. And um today I feel I feel like I'm getting more back to my regular self. Still not, you know, 100% me or whatever, but um <coughs> Excuse me. Definitely feel like um progress is being made. So that's good. Um I really think more than anything I've had to let the whole COVID situation like run its course, even though it's not over and my quarantine is not over, but um, it really has been a thing where I've had to let it just do its Disney, you know, keep me down, rested. And <clears throat> the first two or three days, I definitely like, well, the first two days, I definitely like just chilled, rested, took, took it easy. Um, I didn't strain myself like literally I got up when I absolutely had to so like when my suit made it here at the house and I would you know go get that from the porch get old DoorDash Uber Eats um or like just going to the bathroom very minimal movement for myself just I just need that resting and chilling out and not putting you know a lot of responsibility on myself was gonna be um a big part in my recovery um because the only medication I really ever took was, I didn't really take any. One of my coworkers bought me some, I really needed some, um, people were telling me to have zinc, like lots of zinc, vitamin C, vitamin D. And um, if you guys hear the cat, she's wilding out because I'm about to feed her. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so she ended up bringing me like some Zycam. So I had that, but that was about, that's about all that I had medication wise um and yeah I was on the phone with my sister yesterday on FaceTime and I was cutting up an orange and she was like what are you doing and I'm like I'm about to have my vitamin c and she was like how about you have some real vitamin c like a vitamin c vitamin or something I'm like um how about I have this natural vitamin C through an actual orange? She doesn't like oranges though, so she was like disgusted with the fact that I was having one. But it um it kind of made me think about like how people really rely on like um and I'm not saying like if you're someone who's deficient in it, but like people who don't Simi, chill out. <sighs> Y'all, I stay cooped up in the room, so every time that I come out, even if it's just sees the bathroom she literally i cannot walk i cannot walk like i went to use the bathroom yesterday morning i went to freaking use the bathroom yesterday morning and this woman literally even when i closed the door she opens it this woman was literally sitting on my freaking thighs while i was peeing on the toilet like it's so annoying but I know it's because like she misses the other family in the house and because um 
I'm the only person that she sees, and she only sees me for a hot minute when I, you know, leave, I come out of the room to do what I absolutely have to do, but, um, oh God, it's so annoying, like, literally, I trip over her when I walk, what was I doing last night, I was just, I was like, I'm gonna test her, so I was literally, I was standing in the middle of the kitchen, obviously, where there's, like, no counters and stuff, no, I, we don't have an island, but, I was standing in the middle of the kitchen because that way she can't be all up on me. And she's not a dog, so she's like not going to jump up on me. But um, I was literally standing in the middle of the kitchen, just standing there. She was walking in between my legs, like just over and over and over and over and over and over and over, and over again. I'm just like, why do you like me this much? I'm really not that, I'm not that great of a person. And honestly, I'm not even a big cat fan. I've come to be okay with cats though because of um, because of having Simi here in the house or whatever. But otherwise, cats are definitely not my choice of animal. If it were up to me, we would have a dog and a puppy, but nobody has time to take responsibility for that. And Simi just be thugging it out on her own and living her best life. So it just works out having her here. Um, but yeah, it's literally so freaking annoying. It's like, ugh, I can't. Anyways, but you know, people who, <clears throat> and I don't, obviously I don't know everybody's situations and stuff, but people who, you know, like I know there's one vitamin company. I mean, and it's your beat jam. You do you, whatever that makes your heart happy. But people like the company care of, they're a vitamin, um, company. And what they do is you send, like you do a quiz of like, or you tell them what you're deficient in. If you have like, I was like medical record of it. Or um, you tell them what you only want your vitamins for. I'm sorry, I'm eating gluten-free cereal. <laughs> I was craving cereal this morning, so... I'm just going to have a really small bowl. Because my, my appetite still isn't back all the way, but it's coming back. So, like, I can... And the nausea has subsided. It's weird, like the nausea kind of gets woken up when I do eat. And like I said, it's not that I'm eating, you know, the wrong stuff. Um, but it's weird. Like last night was really bad with like, as far as like the nausea situation, but I don't know. I, I really hope that is not a thing that like stays lingering around because that would really suck life post, you know, COVID. Because at that, like I'm gonna be back to like living regular everyday life, like a regular adult going to work and having the you know, be out and about and stuff, but I also decided last night, because in the middle of the day, you know, because I have so much time to do so much stuff, I took it upon myself to review my goals I wrote down at the beginning of the year on New Year's Eve, and one of the things that I had wrote was, I forgot, to think of it what the heck okay dang it I can't believe I forgot that quick oh one of the things was like I think I'm just gonna decide for like the next month at least just take it easy and stuff because there's still people who had COVID that aren't back to 100% themselves and like day-to-day activity and stuff which again everybody's COVID experience is different and just so like I don't overdo it (coughs) excuse me 
especially like with my lungs and my breathing with me having asthma um, and I'm still waiting on my breathing treatment to come from my sister-in-law she sent it from Tennessee I'm just really gonna still like do like really light workouts like light yoga and stuff not really go hardcore till probably like the middle of February that's when I would I think I'm gonna feel most comfortable going back to my regular workout routine so yes but back to the vitamin story <laughs> that so the and I thought about doing it too but I was like whatever I'm not doing that but the care of brand they they send you like a tall box that you can like prop up in your bathroom or your kitchen or your bedroom like wherever you keep you know wherever you want to keep it in your house and they Um, I keep losing my train of thought, y'all. Um, oh, so it has vitamins in it that is for different stuff. Um, so like if you chose like vitamin C, vitamin D, iron, and zinc, then you have this little every day it's already prepackaged for you. Like each day is a new pack. Um, and it says like, good morning, Mavis, or, you know, whatever your name is. It has a little message on the front of the packaging. And then you open it and it has, you know, the vitamins that you subscribed for or to have for that, you know, time or whatever. And you can change it. Um, but I don't know. I just, and I know there's like some people who don't like to eat the foods that have those, um, vitamins and nutrients in it. But again, it goes back to my naturalistic ways and, um, wanting to be very organic and authentic with my lifestyle, day-to-day life and stuff. Um, so yeah. Um, but my sister's one of those people who would, I guess, rather would get it through a supplement than real food. But I don't know. I think unless obviously like you're deficient in whatever that is. Like I know I was anemic and honestly sometimes I feel like I still am. Just from like what I remember the symptoms to be and when I got tested for it and my results had came back. Um, a lot of days I still feel like I'm anemic, but I don't do anything about it. I just, <laughs> I just still eat and I don't really seek any extra supplement or anything like that for it. I just be thugging it out y'all. Honestly, like whatever. It's cool. It's fine. So this morning I was watching, um, see the thing is podcast. Um, it's a Joe, Joe Budden produced podcast with these three black women. I think one of them is like black and Hispanic, but, um, my favorite on there is Bridget Kelly. She's a singer, R&B singer. Um, I think she's very super hella underrated. She's very talented, very good at, um, with music. And, She's one of the co-hosts of that of that show. And it's three women. One other woman is like a... This cat, y'all, is over making sounds, so she's scaring me. What's going on, Simi? Simi's the co-host for this episode, I guess. <laughs> but, um... So, the uh, one girl is a DJ, and I don't really know what the other girl does. And you know what, y'all, like... And maybe that, I know probably why some people don't listen to my pop, which is, you know, cool, whatever, it's your beat jam, you do you, boo. But one of, kind of both, both of them except for Bridget Kelly, but like the one girl who I don't really know what her job is, her voice is like super annoying. Like she's very loud. She's kind of nasally. Like I can't, like, that's honestly why I don't watch it a lot. I like the pod, but. 
I don't watch it a lot because she is a co-host on it. But her voice, I just can't. I can't get with it. I can't. I can't get past it, and I can't get with it. So, this is my first time listening in like almost a month. But um, I was listening to it this morning because I haven't in a while, and to get inspo on like topics to talk about. Simi, go away. <laughs> um, and they talked a lot. Well, I only watched the first twenty minutes of it before I started getting like really hangry. <laughs> but. Even though I still can't taste taste this cereal. But they talked a lot about, like, their first topic of discussion was what they would tell their 20, their self, like, from 2011, so 10 years ago. And they honestly talked a lot about, because at that time they were in their early 20s, they were much younger, you know, um, so a lot of the conversation for them was coming into their own. They both, like, two, one girl moved to Atlanta from New York. One girl moved from New York to L.A. after a really bad breakup. And that, and even the, the DJ, she was saying how she, her and her daughter, her two-year-old daughter, they they were homeless. But... Her daughter's dad was is a really good dad because even though she was homeless, he still did what he needed to do to make sure that they were good all together. Like she was riding the train from one part of New York to the other side just to have somewhere to wait out the time until Starbucks opened at 5 a.m. And then she could go sit there all day and do work or whatever. Um, and they talked a lot about how nobody talks about like their the downfalls or the negatives or the lows in life. We're always talking about, you know, our successes and celebrating and things like that. But literally nobody shares, you know, the the bad side of things. And one girl was saying that Bridget Kelly, the R&B singer, she mentioned how when Simi get out of the refrigerator she was um, opening for Mary J. Blige on the um, <coughs> I can't remember the name of that tour she said but she was, op- she was opening act for Mary J. Blige on one leg of her tour and she asked Mary she was like how do you perform every night these songs that inspired you from you know, a traumatic life event or, you know, a bad breakup or whatever. And, you know, how do you, but, oh, (laughs) this is kind of the biggest part that Bridget was saying, but Bridget was like, I really wanted to know because, you know, it's not that people are embarrassed to share their downfalls or, or how they used to be or what they have, have had to go through. It's more so nobody wants to relive that and talk about it. Um, and, you know, she was, she was like, I'm just really curious with Mary, like, how do you, because I, and as a performer, you're an entertainer. So you have to, you have to want to, you know, obviously sing that song or, um, perform that piece that is about that, you know, really horrible breakup from when he cheated, like just all these different aspects of a poor life experience that they had. But I saw something this morning that said, it's not so much about, you know, a heartbreak or having your heart broken or, um, 
really realizing that type of person that that person is or, you know, that type of thing. It's more so about having your vision being corrected at that point. And that was a really pivotal thing I saw this morning on Instagram um, because that's true. Like, instead of thinking of it as a taking an L or... Um, I call it being, I call it like when when stuff like that happens to me, I call it like being finessed or, um, you know, having game run on you, something like that. It's not really that it's more so it's a building block to the rest of your life. Um, so since you experience it, hopefully you don't have to again, or, you know, I ain't even gonna front (laughs) y'all because, you know, I talk a lot about, um, especially to like my friends or even just me, you know, me personally, my one-on-one time I have it with myself. I'm like, I have eight brothers. How do I be getting finessed slash played slash being, having game ran on me on top of the fact that I made this Irene Ward? Like I'm a dope woman, but for one, my brothers always tell me in the sense of like dating relationships, most men that I date or that I'm involved with, they're not ready for what I need them to be ready for. Not like me, like, oh, you gonna be, we gonna be on the same page, X, Y, Z, da, da, you need to be like this, you need to be like this, check out these boxes for me, but more so, I want to be with someone who is for me and ain't I her having little sneaky links running around and um smashing any like I don't want I'm not that type of girl, therefore I don't want that type of man in my life or that type of energy. Um, but instead, I want someone who's committed. I know where his loyalties lie with me, and I don't have to question. I don't have any doubt. So, but most men that I that I'm involved with, they don't want that, which is fine. Um, it's just it would be nice to have known that in the beginning, instead of the whole oh let's just go with the flow or let things happen organic or naturally. No, because see, and y'all know at this point probably that I'm very literal and specific. So I need to know X, Y, Z, play by play, what's going to happen, when it's going to happen, how it's going to happen, why it's going to happen, and when it's going to happen, okay? But instead, it ends up being, okay, this is not even a part of the conversation. <laughs> but it's just one of those things where you say one thing and then it dies into another topic of conversation and then another. And it's like these long strings of different topics and stuff, but whatever. Um, but instead it ends up being, okay, things changed after like six months and you notice a change in his behavior and things. And it's like, okay, so what's going on? And, oh, well, I'm just, um, I'm just chilling. I'm not putting much effort or anything into it. Okay. But you didn't tell me that from the beginning because I'm the type of person too. I don't want to be strung along and I don't want to feel like I'm being led on when he knows good and very well that he doesn't intend on a relationship, which is fine. And I don't intend on wanting to be engaged even in two, three years. But um, I want to know at the end of the day that we're not just sitting idle, getting to know each other. Because at this point, I could have had four different, four or five different friends, guy friends that I'm entertaining my time with. But instead, I've cut off everyone because I'm under the impression or you've given me the notions that you and I are eventually going to get to some point of being together. Like being together, being together, not know... 16 years old in junior high and we're in the talking phase like we're 24 25 why are we even you know you might not know (laughs) but yes I've actually shared a little too much actually this is a lot for me to share because I feel like some uh, some stuff is just like too personal for my pod but whatever it's out there now it's fine but um 
Oh, I was going to say, so the whole conversation that Bridget had with Mary, it kind of, that she was saying she had with Mary, it kind of, it resonated something within me because about two years ago, my sister, one of my sisters, and even people before, like, um, my sister, she would be like, why do you like to share what you used to look like? Now you're giving people a time, the chance to dwell on what you used to look like instead of where you are now. And I'm like, I do not think of it that way. And I don't mind sharing that you know, the, my transformation photos and, um, what I used to look like sometimes, <laughs> especially when I'm having like a really good body positive image day with myself. Um, because I, I wish it was understood a lot more what it takes to embark on a fitness journey, uh, a healthy lifestyle change journey, because it's a lot, like there's so much to consider. And I mean, just thinking of it being broken down, like you have to time manage, you have to put it as a priority. Um, you have to make healthy choices. Um, you have to make the choice to want to get healthy. Um, you have to put yourself first. So being selfish in a way for people who are not typically selfish, that can be difficult or hard. Um, establishing a routine, um, having a schedule, knowing what works for you. It's a bunch of trial and error. Um, you know, ups and accepting that's the thing too like on a healthy lifestyle change journey I call it that because I don't like to say fitness because when people I think sometimes when people associate the word fitness they may think okay skinny literally like um little waist and a big booty like they think of this aesthetic when really it's not that so I just always say healthy lifestyle change journey because that's what it is um when you embark on a commitment to change your health and who you are um in a physical sense then that's what it is in my opinion a healthy lifestyle change journey so it's a long term long title but I think that does a better job explaining and from my viewpoint of what I'm trying to get across so if you ever wonder why I say that that's why um but um but yeah so when you uh, make the commitment to do that you are you're choosing to really love yourself and even choosing to love yourself enough to make that change, that goes right along with the highs and the lows of any relationship for sure. But even just your journey, because you're going to have days where you feel like you crushed it and like you are such a baddie and you're making progress. And then you're going to have days where you feel like, <sighs> I had a chocolate chip cookie yesterday, this morning for breakfast, I decided to have a sausage egg biscuit if that's what you like or you had pancakes with syrup or your job catered donuts and orange juice like you're gonna have days where you are psychologically and mentally off of your game because of a nutrition choice you made or I've talked about it before in the second second season like maybe you just have a lot of things going on in life that cause you to be off of your a game and it's so totally okay so the moment that we can accept that when we're on this journey we can we can have a quicker, not that it should be quick, but we could have a uh, more understanding transition to our next steps or our next goals or the next day of our fitness and health journeys. Um, so yeah, that's that. <laughs> but um, I, I genuinely don't mind sharing that I was 206 on the scale, what, back in 2017 and here we are 2021 and I'm 145 and want to, you know, not even lose weight. I think there's a, I think there's some type of like, um, 
I don't know what to call it, but when we hear the term lose weight, or at least for me, and maybe it's because I was so big and overweight and unhealthy for so long, um, it has this correlation for me. But when I hear the term lose weight, like it's like I have like a little cheer moment in my head because it's like, oh, you lose weight, you lose fat, you lose unhealthy parts of your body. Um, but like, I, like I've said before, I feel like if I were to l- really lose any more weight, then I would possibly look sick. <laughs> but just, just because I feel like my body now looks like, it looks proportioned for like my height and um, my build and things like that, whatever. So, but yeah, I, I genuinely don't mind sharing mine. And, and because like, thinking back to when I first started my journey and who I was following on my fitness account, it was the IG models, the Gymshark models, the fitness brand models, the um, the nutrition coaches and um, aspiring Instagram, you know, women who have a very, every single woman's body looks the exact freaking same, which is a little bitty waist, a big butt, and, you know, they have a freaking V cut around their pelvis and um, their back looks incredibly insane and their face is really slim and slender like they all look the exact same and that's social media's stamp of approval for health Um, and I don't think that's necessarily realistic because you know I think with a woman's body y'all I'm just not realizing that this episode has turned into a fitness pod (laughs) Uh, if y'all are sick of hearing me talk about health and wellness, I'm sorry, but this is my beat jam. And I guess somehow or another, every, every, every pod maybe is going to correlate to health and wellness. Um, but, um, you know, for me, that's necessarily not true because speaking from a woman's body perspective, um, and not even having had any children at all, um, and I haven't really studied on it, but I've read a lot about it, but not enough to, you know, put it into my own words or whatever. But if I find something, then I will definitely share it um, because I want it to be understood because it's one thing that isn't like the woman's body is so complex. I feel like like obviously it's beautiful. It's art. We could do so many things. We we transform it all the time, you know, from having kids and then nursing ourselves back to our normal bodies and then when you do decide to embark on a healthy lifestyle change journey being in the gym making those healthy choices it's all transformations and so it's amazing that the woman's body can go from you know carrying a human for nine months to you know birthing that human um and then going back to your day-to-day life and then when you're ready to transform it completely you're in the gym and you're making those choices and things like that so it's really incredible and amazing Um, And I think people like to say that the woman's body is just, I don't know, maybe some people think that the woman's body is simple, but it isn't. I mean, there's curves, and it isn't, think of it, like, it has curves and dimples and, like, Megan Thee Stallion, she said the perfect thing at the the beginning or at the middle of her Apple Music performance a few weeks ago. She said, um, I'm going to just read it because we all know that I'm a caption queen, (laughs) and um, I used it for a caption on one of my posts um but I want to read it so that I don't mess it up I actually didn't mess it up I don't even think I edit it edit it wait I don't even think I edit it it I don't really know if that's how you say that but whatever um she said I love my body every curve every inch every mark every dimple is decoration on my temple um my body is mine and nobody owns it but me and I think that was really a great thing that she said um because it's true you know we 
a woman's body is not just like a freaking it's not simple and if you are a woman then you know exactly what I'm talking about (laughs) but um so and it's like everybody's idea aside from that a woman's body not being simple everybody's idea of the perfect body is different um and like so like for me like my stomach is not completely flat and when I sit down I have rolls and you know I freaking love that because I've reached a point of a healthy balance with accepting what I look like, um, especially right now my journey, but like I keep telling y'all, 2021 we going up. So I'm gonna do more um, and put in more efforts and commitment to obtaining the body image that I want to have. Um, but, but yeah, and I really wish that there was, like when I first began, I wish there was more I wish I saw more transformation pictures of people's journeys. Um, I wish I saw more realistic body bodies that looked like um, what I'm used to. So like um, of my, a leaf just fell out the, out of a tree in the window that I'm looking out of and it scared me. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like more women that look like me, like at family gatherings, my mom and my, <clears throat> my sisters and my aunts and things, you know, um, as black women, I think it is um, very much a stereotype. That's another thing that I'm going to touch on. Um, but as black women, I think it's a, um, you know, I think that as black women, we are expected to look a certain way. And that ain't realistic for a lot of us. Like, for one, I'm short and I my diet isn't what the typical American woman eats usually. So, um and I don't say that to be like bougie and extra, but it literally isn't like, it just isn't. So it's, it will be hard for me to obtain the whole, um, a big butt, especially not like just through food, because I think, um, you know, the fitness, I call it culture, but, um, the fitness, um, culture or, um, whatever you want to call it, it has become really like really, really probable popular excuse me and prevalent over like the last what five six years really um and probably before then but that's just when I started paying attention (laughs) I mean I'm 24 so that kind of makes sense but um and kind of when I embarked on my fitness journey so everything became like I paid attention to to it a lot more but um you know before then it was it was all what you got it through food so and you guys, this is unlocking another topic of discussion. I don't know if it's going to be a full pod. It might be, you know me, I could repeat myself. I don't know, but it's fine. Um, but you know, in the black communities, this it's the soul food, the staple food, but that stuff is so unhealthy. Like it will be great. And I'm sure it's probably out there because what isn't out there at this point, but instead of You know, it was the traditional fried chicken and greens soaked in ham hock and chitlins on the holidays and then ham also and deep frying a turkey, Um, which I know all this is not black community. But, you know, growing up in the in the black culture and a black household, um, these were all foods and meals that were considered um, healthy and, oh, you, you, you're not going to get the the nutrients you need, or you're not going to build those strong muscles and things like that without eating, you know, this healthy food. Okay. Well, it's not healthy when we're battering 
fit, um, or oh, even fish, yeah, when we're battering fish and chicken and a breading that's going to be deep fried in canola vegetable or even peanut oil or corn, corn oil, um, lard, um, frying breads and um, a ton of sweets from like homemade desserts. All of that stuff is great. It really is. But when you're a young black girl or young and black peers, young period, not even going to put race on it, um, which I can only speak for my race. But, um, you know, when you're conditioned to believe that that's what that that's what you should be eating and, you know, having a having very traditional parents like mine, like my dad expected a home cooked meal every freaking every freaking night. Like we had at least four sides with a meat like literally every night when my mom used to cook a lot and then when I was in high school my, my mom stopped cooking and my dad did and by my dad did I mean we had Subway and Pizza Hut and Mexican like one or oh and Fresh Market back home in Paris <laughs> at least like once a week so we really didn't have any home cooked meals so um I guess more than anything really a lot of it starts at home as it as in the sense also, as we all know, of building a person, a character, uh, building your character as an individual, um, your beliefs, your morals, what you what you stand on, what you know to be right. We're all taught that. So it's important that um, I don't really know if I have any parents on here. <laughs> I know I have some, but um, and even my generation, like whenever we become parents, it's really important that it's instilled into children and our, you know, our kids that healthy choices are really important because it's going to be the onset for the rest of your life. Think of it this way. Whenever you teach a child, like, okay, I was back to my example. I was taught that, um, collard greens, fried chicken, um, hot water, cornbread, um, macros. God, I love macros. I haven't had macros in like six years, y'all. I'm about due for some, (laughs) um, macros. Um, uh, what else? Uh, like I said, those homemade desserts, tons of sugar, carbs, unhealthy ingredients, words you can't pronounce, you know, putting all of this stuff into our bodies. That's what my, you know, that's what I thought to be true or, or normal. Like, um, I'm gonna try to cor- correlate that with what in my, with my, what, blah, blah, blah. Oh, God, okay. I'm going to try to correlate that w- with what I knew my beliefs to be. So, um, not showing, like I was taught, not showing emotion was cool. Um, not really discussing problems. Like in my household, we really didn't discuss issues or problems. We didn't talk things out. Everything was swept under the rug. So we were neglecting the real issues, just like as in with nutrition and health and fitness and whatnot. Um, you're neglecting um, health. That's what you're doing. You're neglecting your health, really. You're clogging your arteries. And number one leading killer of black communities, black families, is heart disease and heart failure, diabetes, um, uh, clogged arteries, you know, not really letting your blood flow and circulate as they sh- as it should because of all that fried food that we're pumping into our bodies. So, um, but now in my life, now that I've established a level of, and I try to do it with my nieces, you know, me being the big, big auntie sometimes is difficult because a lot of us were so close in age. Um, but I try to do my part still because <clears throat> I'm, I'm supposed to be an influential person and in setting a good example for them to follow in life and um, a potential individual to emulate um, as far as when it comes to choices and making good choices, but wanting to be successful, being independent, you know, things like that. <clears throat> but Myself, I've established a level of self-discipline, a level of self-respect, self-love, self-expectation, very high self-standards, 
um, <clears throat> did I already say discipline? <laughs> um, and there was another one that is really important too that I've developed. You know, you develop all these different traits and um, personality traits, and you, you you develop your character even more whenever you develop on a health and fitness journey. It's a lot about um, commitment. Um, staying loyal to yourself and I you know for, to me that's really beautiful um and you know I've I've always really had you know the traits of you know because of having so many siblings and having the dad that I do have loyalty and commitment is understood to me like none other like most people don't understand why I ride so hard for the people that I'm that I have in my life or you know my inner circle or anyone that allows me to be a part of their lives to me it's really important and I'm really honored and valued that they allow me to be in their space um, because that's our responsibility. We pick and choose who we allow to be in our lives. Um, and so if I'm involved in someone's life, I want to make sure that I'm doing my part as a person to help them become their best self, um, reach those goals and the successes that they want to embark on to accomplish in their lives. Um, and through already having those traits about me instilled in me from my upbringing and my parents through embarking on a fitness and health journey I didn't know that I was going to introduce myself to a new level that had it had to be heightened you know um like I said those are some of the most important traits that I think you for one develop or that you are may already have that you do definitely tap into so much more and it strengthens those about you um self-discipline, self-respect, self-love, worth, dedication, loyalty, commitment. You need all of that as um, beautiful components to mix together to have a a healthy product in life, Um, especially on a health and fitness journey. And um, which all goes to show, well, not all goes to show, but it's furthermore why I don't mind sharing where I was in my life because... um, excuse me and more than anything it's a huge motivation for myself like if you follow me then you saw this week I posted on snapchat facebook and um, instagram my transformation and I did also I posted a um like a um a love letter to my body type thing on instagram about two weeks ago and I really didn't know why I was doing it then. I mean, I knew I was because it was the end of the year, but also because I was just feeling off and not motivated and, you know, just really not in a good headspace um, physically. It was a big physical thing. Not that I didn't love my body, but I wasn't feeling motivated to want to work out. It probably had a lot to do because that was my, um, the onset of my COVID symptoms and mother nature, but um, it, it does what it needs to do. <laughs> that is motivate me. And, you know, if... You know, when people see my transformation things, they, they're complimentive and, you know, they say, I wish I had your willpower and your strength and your dedication and your ambition. Um, and I'm like, well, when you're ready for it, you'll do it. I was ready for it. I was, you know, tired of judging myself when I saw a healthy person, not even a, not even someone with a banging body, like, because as a, as a professional people watcher, <laughs> You can look at somebody and tell that they take care of themselves. They may not have the uh, A1 banging body and freaking are CrossFit competitors or even bodybuilding competitors, you know, things like that. But you know that they put themselves first and their health is one of their number one priorities. Um, 
So it's not that I I was judging myself for looking different. It was because I was looking bad and I knew it wasn't healthy for myself. <clears throat> you know, I wanted to um I wanted to be able to be outside playing basketball with my little nephew and not having to stop every freaking 30 seconds for a water break or because I was so winded because I hadn't built up the endurance and stamina that I needed to withstand a game of 21 with him or um, even riding rides at the carnival with my nieces and nephews and making those memories with them and feeling just, I don't know, but yeah, (laughs) I'm kind of digressing a lot now, but anyways, I know it all ties in together, but Um, I was tired of feeling unhealthy and judging myself for looking bad, really. And um, it kind of did involve another individual that I wanted to, quote unquote, have a get back with. And um, it ended up being not even because of him. He did motivate and ignite something within me. But at the end of the day, I do it for myself. I do it so that whenever I freaking am getting dressed for my workout and... um, I'm looking slim thick or I'm looking dope and I'm like, okay, let me stop and have a dance break and put on some trap music or some Megan Thee Stallion, some (laughs) twerk music or something and let me dance this out because I feel really good about what I look like, okay? Um, And and I did it and I do it and I stay committed and um, every day it's a progressive uphill, uphill. I'm not going to say battle because my battle days of health and fitness are over. It's just a progressive, we going up. Um, I think the cool kids say if it's up, then it's stuck. It's probably not even how you say it, but it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, so to wrap up this episode <laughs> that has went from a COVID update to freaking um, <sighs> talking about... Um, oh, and one thing that I want to say too, you know, my sister... She, um, she's, she talks a lot about how, how do I put this? How I shouldn't be so quick to, or, um, comfortable to share the latter part of my life. So, um, just my, my health and fitness journey, you know, stories as to how I got to where I am. excuse me I share a lot of my um my negatives in life or my L's in life on here I think I have at least you know moving to Georgia with only $700 in my bank account I did not have a job lined up I didn't have a job for the first month um I didn't have a car until just this past August I went out and bought a car for the past two years I've spent I mean y'all for the month of June alone I spent over $2000 in Lyft money. Thankful that I had that money, but that money was burned straight through because of Lyft. <laughs> but um you know, I don't mind sharing that because at the end of the day, I wish I saw more stories myself, more success stories, more triumphant battle stories, more um victorious stories, more positive stories where people were showing the, but nobody wants to show that. Nobody wants to talk about that. And clearly my sister's one. I love her to death and I get what she's saying, but I'm one of those people who don't mind sharing that. Um, but I will say to an extent, I, um, <laughs> I don't want to get too personal with things, you know, especially when it involves other people in my life. But, you know, when it's all me, I don't mind sharing that um, because my story, my struggle that I went through, um, my whatever you want to call it, my negative battle, 
it could be exactly what somebody needs to hear to to get them to um to motivate them to pack up their one child and move across the move across 10 cross 10 states across from where they where they were born and raised or where they currently live or um the girl who has always ate her feelings maybe whatever it may be you know I don't mind being that vessel for someone to see a success story as possible and I just want to wrap this up you know since I'm on this whole positive binge right now um freaking I'm 24 and I'm just now starting my career that I'm so passionate about Monday I start pre-dental hygiene classes and I'm very excited about it and um I had my orientation two days ago online you know real COVID-like style (laughs) but um but yeah, so, um, and you're never too, don't ever think that you're too old to do anything because you're not. And another thing that I just want to touch on before I complete this, even though it has nothing to really do with this other than the positivity of it, um, is feeling intimidated about embarking on something when you think you might be too old or if others think you might be too old or um, if you think it's too far to reach. I ain't gonna front with y'all. Call it what you want, but I'm a dreamer. Um, I dream. Um, I like to let those things, those dreams come to life, just like my brand this this summer. You know, I launched some t-shirts. I think about redoing that, but then again, I don't because it's a lot that goes into being an entrepreneur, but neither here nor there, anyways. Um, that was a dream that I brought to life, even if I only did it for, you know, the summer or whatever. Um, don't listen to what other people say. And one thing that I'm focusing on this year is keeping my head down and putting like straight tunnel vision for everything that I want to accomplish because it's going to be mine. Um, so maybe use that piece of advice if you ever feel like, you know, your dreams are too far fetched, so to speak, or unrealistic. Um, at the end of the day, whatever, maybe baby one through, maybe (laughs) look at me, maybe baby one, two, three supports you wholeheartedly, a hundred percent, no matter what. Um, I know what it feels like. I know what it's like. And if I can do it, then you can do it. I mean, hey, so I'm just going to put this wish out here for all of us in 2021 that you crush your goals and that you have a newfound level of self-respect, self-love and confidence because you can do it. And life is way too short to just sit idle and be like, oh, well, that's not realistic for me. No, it is. Put in the effort, put in the time, the commitment, dedication needed, and you can do it, okay? Okay. I love y'all. I really enjoyed recording this pod today. Um, I didn't really know what I was going to talk about when I came on here until I watched that for inspo, and it gave me some good inspo, obviously. Um, I hope you guys can see where it all tied in together, too, and where it it wasn't a complete digression. (laughs) But, um, yes, I hope everybody has a really great day. And thank you for listening. Bye.